And all the Dons not good enough in the North against a rampant Brisbane side who win their fifth in a row. Welcome back to the Don Pod. I'm here with Nathan. Good evening, Nathan. Good evening, Sam. How are you? It was a bit formal, wasn't it? Well, well, that's, you know, nothing wrong with that. Are you well? I am well, yes. Okay, Um, that's good. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. good, I'm all good. Yeah, yeah. All right, right. should we move on? Good. Um, Don's 6-9-45, a bit yuck, defeated by the Brisbane Lions, also a bit yuck, 12-15-87. Not hard to describe, really. First half, brilliant. Second half, not so brilliant. Um, What was your initial take? Uh, look, I, I don't know if I'd use brilliant in the first half. We were good. We th- <laughs> things Pretty went tough. our way. Um, I <laughs> felt like there were times when we were holding back a bit of a, a blood, but uh, it's a bit of Groundhog Day when you know there's there's really good you know there's positives to take out of it, but there's also some question marks. Yeah, yeah, the question mark. I think question marks is actually probably better than negatives. I agree with that. There's a lot of questions that come out of that game. Mm. Correct. Um, in front of the sticks, Langford, two goals, Stringer, Perkins, Menzi, and Waller, one. Uh, disposals, Redmond, 30, and then Setterfield and Merritt with 23, so dropped away pretty quickly, obviously missing um, Parrish quite considerably there. <clears throat> um, down 40 on disposals, minus 29 contested, minus 31 inside 50s, which is a shocking. Mm. Um Which has been a bit of the case the last four or five weeks. We've sort of... Lost those inside lot, 50s. Yeah. I've mm. written down plus 14, but plus 14, what? We'll never know. Um, plus one in the clearances. Uh, Centre clearances plus it. one. Stoppage clearances level, which hasn't happened for a little while. Yep. Um, turned the ball over 16 more times. That was evident. That didn't that we? Us. Sometimes we just, just gave it to them. Yeah. Like Just fell over. When, when we were running. Yeah. <laughs> um, down 13 on contested marks, which over the last, well, now three games... Um, Geelong three contested marks to twelve, Port seven to twenty-two, and now Brisbane six to nineteen. So really struggling with that aspect. Yeah. And overall, the ball spent sixty-five percent of the match in Brisbane's forward half, which again was quite evident. What do you reckon you take from those stats then? I mean, stats combined with being there and watching yep. and seeing it all unfold, we just couldn't compete. You know, well documented that we're down tools. We're short at all, says so and Short at all. Um, they've got tools coming out their backsides. McInerney, Harris Andrews, Hipwood, Danaher, just to name a couple. There's a couple more as well. Well, their defenders have got some good tools too there. Yeah. So yeah. what we did so well in the first half was compete, mm. scrap, um, just, I- just will the ball forward and occasionally relied on some good kicking and some good, you know, handball chains and all that, but it was just absolute will the ball forward. Yep. I also have a question for you. You've been mm. at the game. Mm. So it Love looked Brisbane. like I saw from, from what, from my camera angle in, in, the, in the, on the telly that um, Phillips was, was he playing like as a defender a bit? Not that I noticed. No, I, I thought I, he was going down with Joe. Maybe I thought I couldn't work out if he was following Joe down. Might have been when Joe was rocking. rocking. So yeah. he was going down with him. I didn't know. Because I heard it. the commentators sort of make a comment about that Phillips looked like he was playing a bit. We were playing an extra defender. Yeah. And sometimes that was Phillips down there. I took note a couple of times just at the start of the quarter. Um, because I was sort of sitting at half forward. 
who were the matchups because yep that's interesting but what oh, i wasn't paying attention the whole game so that's probably not overly didn't you take notes <laughs> no overly meaningful or accurate i guess but they swapped they rotated bzt mm. and baldwin didn't stay on one of Danaher and hipwood they swapped over quite a bit which i like yeah, I think that's part of the modern game is that you go up the ground with someone or you, you stay back. You know, I think yeah. that's swapping, but there's still like I would say McGrath played on Cameron. Yeah. You know, well, like, that, that was a clear. That was his response. He was his responsibility. Correct. Um, and we'll come to him in a little bit because he was mm. phenomenal. Interestingly, on the contested marks, so Geelong yep. three to twelve, Port seven to twenty two, Brisbane six to nineteen. That and this is from Twitter, so preach the Twitter peoples. That correlates to when Jones went out of the side. Now, we were talking, and it's not just us, plenty of people were talking yep. about the fact Jones is playing a role. Yeah. And I think that's the role. Yeah. <laughs> Compete. Well, he's, oh, he's in our, he was he, he, not leading our contested marks, but he's in the top sort of seven or eight. And for the, when you think how many games he's missed now. Mm. But it's not just his ability to mark, it's the fact he's tall, he's lanky, and he can punch. Well, he makes a contest. He he's gets in the up road. to what, we're, what really shows at the moment is we're struggling to get the ball out of our back half to an option that's, you know, not Phillips or, or um, Draper. And they were, Draper was very, very ordinary on the yes, weekend. Draper, Probably his worst game for the year. And and those guys, when they're not marking it, there's no one else. Yeah. We we, n- we don't have a contested marker at the moment. Wiedemann can be, but we're expecting, and obviously him to be in that forward 70 to do that, not, not in the defensive the 70. Yeah, and I mean, he's 195. So straight away, he's giving away centimetres to the Harris Andrews of the world. Um mm. I walked past him Sunday morning, actually. Weed. Harris Andrews. No, yeah. Weed. Oh, yeah. Out with his partner. Get, oh, I'm assuming his partner getting a coffee. I Which left him. Is, I left just him. him as having an affair. I'm sure no one that cares is listening. Um, sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's not doing that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that was just a bit of a highlight. <laughs> um, Thanks for that. Yeah, it. I think the numbers confirm what we're seeing with our eyeballs is that we it's can't nice mark the ball enough and um, <clears throat> we can't get it out of our defensive half. And when the ball hits the ground in our defensive half, we probably don't have enough hard, tough midfield, uh, sorry, defenders that can clear. We have a lot of outside defenders, like I'm not saying Redmond's one of them, but there are a few of those guys that just get too far on the outside and yep. don't actually clear it. Yeah. Um... Oh, I was going to say something on that. It's going to be brilliant. Last week, we commented on Port Adelaide kicking a lot of points and that mm. somehow, oh, yeah. weirdly, that probably helped them keep the ball in their forward half because yep. they were getting smashed in the centre clearances. Broke even in the centre clearances, one by one. Mm. Brisbane were again inaccurate. But still, our biggest issue is... Getting it. Play on from the kick in. Redmond will run to 25 out. <laughs> Hoof <laughs> it long to about the wing where we get outmarked. Where, where we lose the contest and the ball comes straight back in. Yeah. That's, and that happened all last week. Yeah. Well, it happened, happened all last year. Well, yeah. Let's focus on the now. And then yeah. it happened all Saturday <laughs> night. So, but it's explainable. It's saying we don't have enough tools. If we had Peter Wright, if we had I Reed well, or Jones, someone, Jones, Cox, someone tall, Reed. Possibly we'd compete. So it's, I think there was a couple of contests where I went, oh, Jesus Christ, just mm. just stick your ass out a little bit or block something. But at the same time, 
you're away from home playing a top four side who, as I say, have tools to spare. Um, I can almost forgive it. Mm. Um, so what, were your, what, what, you, what was your take on the first half? Well, I thought it was... We did what we had to do. We scrapped, we fought. Game we were, plan we seemed to work. We, we were playing able, an extra defender. Kept them to one goal in the... Sorry, two goals yep. in the first quarter and goalless in the second quarter. Yep. Which, so we were defending really well. I can't imagine that's happened in a long time, particularly And even though they kicked a few points in that... Did they kick a few points in that? Five points in the second quarter, yeah. But they were tough shots, and... Yeah, 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 I'm not... Maybe they would have got an extra two, but not... They were under pressure shots. Five weren't five... Yeah. I love the way we moved the ball. I love the Essendon crowd at the Gabba. That was phenomenal. I've... Us sheltered... Not quite Melburnians, but that's where I go to my football... I've never seen audience participation like it. Like the cheer squad got the, you know, the Essendon clap, clap, clap chant. Whole end of the ground that was mostly us all joined in. That doesn't happen at the G. <laughs> Be better. Certainly um, doesn't happen in Adelaide. No. Um, it was incredible. So, yeah, that was really surprising. And if I can just divulge a little bit, strange being in a state where football's not number one. Mm. I was walking around Brisbane during the day. And I saw about four other resident supporters. Every single one said something to me. <laughs> Didn't see a single Brisbane Lions fan until we were about 10 metres away from the Gabba. <laughs> Strange place. Yeah. Um, I loved Langers in the first half. I thought he was great. Um, hit the scoreboard and competed a couple of times. Oh, I felt like he, I think from my view on that, he, he, he sort of took a while to work out that the guy he was playing on actually was good. Mm. He did get outmarked once. Contests, he went, oh, actually, I have to try on this guy. He got caught behind or took the back position a couple of times, and I went, yeah, just get in front. Well, he just tried to, I think he tried to muscle him out, and yeah. the other, um, I can't think of the guy's name. He just like, actually, I'm fairly strong. I'm pretty good, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if it just worked or, because we, we didn't do anything in particular. It was just scrap. Mm. And contest and be hard and, you know, be hard to play against, I guess. But to be up at half time by 10 points, huge win on the road. My mate who I went with is a Brisbane supporter. He was flat as. I had to give him a little pep talk at half time. All the Brisbane fans were very quiet. Don't worry. You've got this. I it's literally Essendon. said to him, it's okay. You will win. It's fine. <laughs> he was miserable. Um. Obviously, the big talking point out of the game as a whole was Danaher. Um, up to half time, only Essendon players had kicked goals. It took until halfway through the third quarter for a Brisbane player to actually mm. kick a goal. Well, he's a, yes, he is a Brisbane you get player. My point, yeah, you I get, get, you get point. the joke. Yes. What um, did you think went wrong in the second half? I think their class, mm. the fact that they went, we're actually better than this mob. Let's. Mm be better and I think the ball was already sort of camped in their forward half they just weren't able to score so we dropped a little bit they went up a little bit but it was a real air of expectation that that was gonna happen Mm. and it just did so um Danaher with six two out of the ruck was pretty piss weak contest from 
scraper that was just fell fucking over. disgusting. Like I'd never saw a replay. I was interested to know um, if it didn't no. it was fair. Yeah, it was fair. Okay. Because the one replay I saw, it didn't look atrocious like atrocious effort from Draper. Didn't look like Danaher took his eyes off the ball, but obviously no, he didn't. He just, he he gave him a bump. Draper went down. He took the ball and went goal. Yep. <clears throat> um, I thought Draper was just. I mean, it's a big task to go up there and play because that McInerney is uh, a very very good ruckman. He gave him a great knee in the ribs. I don't know if you saw that in one of the. Well, I saw McInerney down for quite a while. Yeah, Draper <laughs> got him an absolute. Dart in the ribs, like with a knee. Oh God, it would have hurt. I can't imagine the pain. Anyway, um, but McInerney, he he must have taken. I don't remember the stats, but he took quite a few marks. And I had a look at this because I've been on our ruckman about their marking. Yeah. And I think our ruckman had three marks between them, and I think McInerney may have taken five or six or something like that. And I thought, well, th- that's the the difference at the moment is they've they've got a ruckman that gets around the ground and helps out, takes marks, you know. So Big O took six marks. Six, yeah. And, and I reckon Draper with three between them. Well, between oh. our two, if mm. I can find them, Draper took two, Flipper took one. Yeah. And that's we've we've been talking about this like contested marks and 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 look yes and they're the height they're the yeah, ones that need to be they're completed. the guys that we're we're looking to use out and Flipper's one of them he's been he's been kicked a lot I'd love to know this that's how many times he gets kicked to that about that seventy meter mark out from you know defence he's just not marking it or he's maybe bringing some of them to ground but he's getting out marked a lot too I. I'm getting more and more frustrated with him being picked instead of Brian. I saw Brian had another pretty good VFL game. Well, yeah, let's. I'm not, I don't want to get ahead, but I'm just thinking: at what stage do we like? I understand we we ha- we need senior players in the team because I think that's one of our problems is that we we are very young and very small. Like I think it's part of our problem. But you also think, well, if we're playing these two Rackman for a bit longer, I'd love to see another option. There's three games now before the bye. I'd love to see Bryant play those three games into the bye. Well, particularly where we play we play West Coast and North before the bye. Yeah, so we've got Richmond, West Coast, North, which are yeah. none of them. I don't think um, um, Nankervis will be back for Richmond. Okay. So they'll be playing their young kid, Ryan and um, Miller. Just kids. So there's a perfect opportunity right there. Big stage, big game. And it's not like it's one poor game for Flipper. It's since the Melbourne game, he's had two absolute stinkers. Mm. And a half decent. He came good at the end of last week, Mm. but probably a bit too late. And then wasn't anything brilliant. But for me, it's the 31-year-old over the 20, I'm going to say three-year-old, whatever um, Brian is. Look, if if Draper and Phillips are doing what they did against Melbourne every week, sure, you're in. You're playing every week there. but, But he's not. You're not, yep. And you've got a kid in the VFL, and I, I, I think, like, I don't want to talk about players in the moment, but there's a couple of players that I don't think have shown form in the VFL yet getting senior mm. games, yep. yet he's showing form in the VFL. Yes. We're trying really hard to keep this structured. <laughs> we feel it's like the last us. couple of weeks we've just, I just want to rip into some gone players. off on a few tangents. So Especially someone who can't bounce a ball. Forgive us if we are trying so Maybe hard. you can guess who that is. Yeah, can't bounce a ball and falls over. Um, put a probably, in oh, that's a bit rough. Probably not the worst segue then. No. Oh. Into some individuals. So let's start with the ultra positives. Oh. Andrew McGrath. Wow. Yeah. Charlie Cameron, again, I said it last week or week before about um, uh, Bobby Hill at Collingwood. Bobby Hill. It's exactly the kind of guy that likes to kick goals against Essendon. Mm. And... 
Pidge, Pidge not only shuts him down, Cameron didn't kick a goal. He had a couple of chances, but they were pushed on the boundary line. Mm. He had a set shot laid on, which, which was leaving Pidge but... on him. At that point. Yeah, he should have kicked that, but he still missed. That's yeah. not our fault. A little flog. That was right in front of us. He smiled to the crowd after he took the mark and then missed. Good one, champ. <laughs> but to keep a quality, quality player like Cameron goalless, and I know there were a few Brisbane supporters who were very sad they didn't get to hear Take Me Home, Country Roads. <laughs> Which is not a bad song, I must admit. I quite like it. I was a bit sad if we had to lose. But anyway, yeah. um, he was outstanding. And he wins his own ball. Well, I think he was leading um, contested possession getter in our back half. He, um, you know, he he probably probably close to most metres gained. I didn't look at that number, but he would be pretty high there. Um, he, he he third or fourth in our possessions. You know, he had a really good game. His leadership was there. You know, he was he just uh, uh, it's what I want to see from him a lot more. Yes. Like really influencing the game in the way he did. So full stat check, 18 disposals and 394 metres gain, which was the third on the team. Which is very good. And you expect that from a defender too. But you do, because they're kicking the ball forward. If you're coming in and keeping Charlie Cameron goalless, if you have zero touches, I don't care. Now, my question, <laughs> yes. my question is, did he have a good game just because he had a good game and no other reason? Or did he have a good game because Kelly didn't play in the team and he was given this job... Whereas this job, would this job have gone to Kelly and McGrath would have got, say, someone else and been expected to be a rebounding defender, you know, trying to get all the ball and do all these other things. Whereas we just said, no, no, you've got to play on the best defender and you've got to beat him. I think that's, that's my question. That's his role now. I think he would have done that anyway. I think Kelly I would have been... See, but didn't we get Kelly in to get onto this small Well, forwards? but he was. He hasn't been. And honestly, but Kelly for Baldwin, which is probably oh. a reasonable segue onto Baldwin... Oh yeah, he was we, great. I want Baldwin in the side every week. I don't know if this is a voting. If this how it works, like, the um, team selection. He offered he was, plenty. He was really, really good on half back when the, when they were kicking long to their half forward line. Mm-hmm. Offered plenty in the contest. Yes, Marks. Joe kicked six, and Eric kicked or Hipwood oh. kicked one, but seven goals between them. When Hawkins kicked eight alone three weeks ago, but I, I wasn't expecting him to stop Joe Danaher. That's not no. Right. But he's he given away a fair bit of height, was... a fair bit of weight, and a fair bit of experience. And but he looks big enough. But he took marks. He ran off. He made good kicking decisions. Like he used the ball well. Five it's only his. I don't know. It would be maybe sixth game. Wouldn't even be that. I no, reckon not many. game. Not many. And he's only been sent down back. I think this year in the VFL. I don't think he did any of it last year. Great foresight, there. Well, I just think you, I watch that again. We're talking about the kids. I want to say that you know. I I. I'm getting to the point in the year where I'm thinking, oh, I just want to see, you know, Sardis play. I want to see some of these other kids get a few games and see what we've got on the list before we get to the end of the year again. And I would like to see him play, you know, the rest of the year without an injury because I just saw that and I thought, well, he's a 194.5, something like that guy. He so marked really well. Question this week. Oh, no, no, no. We'll come to that because structure yep, and everything. Forgive me. I'm going to write it down so I don't forget. Um... <laughs> Who got concussed last week? Ridley. Thank you. Ridley. Right. Mm. Preparation, people. Um, any other standouts? I thought I thought Hobbs, Hobbs is getting a lot of love. He turned the ball over needlessly three or mm. four times because he doesn't have an opposite foot, which is infuriating. Yeah, infuriating, I agree. Infuriating. But he was solid Fury. as. He was quite good. He was really good. It was contest. his best game, I thought. Yep. Um, but I agree with your comment about he, 
he's still got some deficiencies that need work. Goes to the and ground it's... a bit too easy for me. That's what I see. He seems to get to the ground really quickly, which you don't want. I don't want no. midfielders no, to do that. I want strong to over the ball. You win yeah. free kicks if you keep your feet. Yeah, he's a bit of a sliding kind of guy. Um, the, the, the opposite foot thing concerns me because that's normally something you come into the AFL system with. You shouldn't have to really shouldn't have develop to... that now. A top 10 pick should have be able to kick yes. fairly good on both feet. Yes, like that's... So that's concerning. But it was a solid game from him, but just crucial moments. Yep. He kicked it out on the full one time and he had to go boundary side to kick it another and it got smothered because he couldn't run around on the other side. Yep. Um, I thought Redmond was good. Redmond was great. Without doing anything unreal, but just, just good. He took a couple solid. of really nice marks. He led he was... us... Oh, no, he didn't lead us for marks. Again, well, he, he probably had to marks. play undersized too. Yes, but he intercepted. He was actually able to float across and he took a couple of really hard marks, like running back, contested... Oh, I've got another one too. Yes, Heppel. Yeah, Hep was great. Uh, I thought Heppel, I, I mean, I bagged him out early in the year. I'll be the first one to jump on, put my hand up there. No, but we all in did. the last, well, I think he's come, since he came back two or three weeks. Mm, he's been solid. He has been very, very serviceable. Very serviceable. And he's using the ball really well, which is critical. Um, yep. He's not going for kicks maybe that are above him. He's just going for the right options. 11 marks, know. which suggests that he's in the right spot. A lot that of the he's time. just getting outside a lot, getting those. Are they well, uncontested or contested? I'd say uncontested just from watching yeah. it. But he was mm. he filled the gap. He was in the hole mm. a couple of times and took that yeah. intercept mark as well. So And I thought Zerk Thatcher I thought I thought our back six was pretty good oh. except for one or two. Can we replace Zerk Thatcher's jumper a bit sooner than half time? He had a I think half I shredded think he was jumper. enjoying getting the guns out in the middle of hey, look at this ladies. <laughs> guns. He's not a big dude. He's not a big man, I do admit that. I did um, notice a little bit of, like he's not very well built a few underneath ribs that you can either. See through there, yeah. yeah. We noticed it like early second quarter and they didn't replace it until half time. It's just mm. like, can we give the man a new shirt? Can we leave the number 30 zip tower? <laughs> um, any other positives that you want to uh, No, not really. I mean... Merritt uh, was solid. Merritt was very good. There were some good players. But none of them, I thought, you know, I think we've talked about the better players in the game. All right. I'm going to transition then into some questionable, what do we call it? Question marks. With a, what's your opinion on some issues that I think we're we're seeing? What's well, no, this isn't an issue. This is sort of an in between. Okay. So looking at the stats, he had a reasonable game, and I'll I'll reel them off before I tell you who it is. Um, mm-hmm. Twenty three touches, four tackles, uh, four clearances, four hundred eighty five meters game, which was second for the team. Uh, Eighteen of the twenty three disposals were kicks, six marks, and ninety eight fantasy. We'll set good a, numbers. We'll set a field. Was he on Neil? Did he get like a uh, defensive midfield matchup, or I don't? Because I, I think he of... was on him at the centre bounces, but yeah, I don't okay. think that was his job to stop him from getting the footy. I thought. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't actually notice Neil. He's not one that I could look out onto the ground and go, "There's Lockie Neil." He had an okay game, Neil, but I don't think he was. But. I thought I just didn't like Setterfield's game, and I don't know what it was. I yeah, thought he was shaky with the ball. He can't really kick. He seems to be okay on the run at goal, but that's about it. The kicks are otherwise a pretty shanky looking. Mm. But the stats suggest he had a good game, so I was just interested in your. Oh look, I, I probably didn't have an issue with him to be honest. I, yeah. I don't think when I looked at the team and I thought, you know, where the team needs to go, he's not the guy that I see as a problem. Okay. I want him in the team because he's yeah. that Cause he's, extra he's, dimension. He's clearance, like around the ball, he's still very, very... Like we don't have big bodies. No. 
I know this has been banged on about forever, but we just don't have strong midfielders. Oh, Shield, he's got muscles on muscles, but he he does not use them. And that one bump last week was great, but he doesn't do that. That's not him. He avoids contact, seriously. His, his biggest strength to me is the Chris Judd-like, not suggesting yep. he's Chris Judd. Nowhere near in that Chris Judd-like but... agility. Yeah. The sidestep, the acceleration away. And or as if... We've seen that yep. at times, but not. Whereas if Merritt was six inches taller, hmm. he would be a gun football because yeah. he tackles, he goes in hard. He tries, he's trying to tackle the ruck, big O down at one stage. Like he was trying to bring in the ground. Like he I really like, gives. I think Hobbs gave away a high free kick on McInerney. Yeah, he went, he did. How'd that happen? Mm. <laughs> Giving away. No, Setterfield wasn't the biggest issue for me. Not suggesting he was an issue. I just wondered if Don't you saw. You picked him out as your first one. He. Oh, that's what I said was in between. I wasn't sure. I wasn't <laughs> sure. Enough. The 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 interpretation at home versus at the game is always very different. So that's yeah, yeah. That's I why I was asking the question. Right. There's a few. Let's call it negatives because they are. Nick Hind. Just complete and utter spud moment or moments. Some Not massive brain farts. The fall over on the wing, probably third or maybe fourth quarter. Was the moment I went, no, no, we're cooked. It could only happen to us. Oh, yeah, it? Felt probably other than that. But yeah. It could only happen to us. Is it the fourth quarter when he got he bounced the ball and wouldn't come back and then he got caught? He just fell over. Oh, well, there was two moments. There were two when he was running with... He turned, and, that's right, he turned the wrong way into someone. Was that him or...? The moment no. I'm thinking of was on the interchange side wing. Yeah, it's on he the wing. He had all the time himself. in the world. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I, I know he bounced moment, it. There maybe was another he didn't moment too it. where he made a massive cock up. I thought and went, "What the f- happened there?" I think he went to. There was one moment where Perkins went to kick it. And we were running, streaming into our forward line, and he went to kick this dinky little pox kick that got smothered, and they went back up the other end. And like, I felt like first half, you know, we talked about our fumbling mm. in previous games. Mm-hmm. That wasn't there the first half. We were pretty clean with the ball, but then in the second half, we just used the ball worse. Like. Mm. Somehow we, we became did worse as the game went on. And that kick you're talking about from Perkins was so, so mm. questionable. Yeah. We had a beautiful run down the wing. That was third quarter. Yeah. Um, beautiful run down the wing, chain of handballs, kicking it, and then he went that little farty kick. Yeah. And I just, just booed it. Like, I know I would complain if we're kicking it on the defender's head all the time, but you don't need to chip 10 metres to a... Or don't like, do it when the guy coming at you is one metre away. Like, and, you know, he's going to smother Running it. at you so he can get a bit of yeah. height on the jump. Um, anything else on Hind other than that was just a horrific moment? Oh, look, some numbers, uh, Hind for me, I, I, he didn't play in the early games, like in those first few rounds. And I reckon they don't see him as a permanent player because what we saw this weekend and a bit of last weekend too, is that he's... Although his stats show that he he's very um, effective with the ball, but that's because he gets a lot of outside ball. Like he doesn't get any inside. You know, he's not in there winning the ball out as a defender, which I think defenders should at stages. He gets it on the outside runs and kicks, which so, he can't stuff up too much, really. My question for you then, mm-hmm. just on hind for now. Ideal world is he in the best twenty-two? No. No. Is he, does he have a role then as a sub like against Melbourne where he can come on as a forward? Nope. Okay. Good. Succinct. I will tell you another thing too that I didn't quite get. Mm. Relates. Yeah. So 
D'Ambrosio, who was having a fine game, no, nothing, nothing special. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him getting doing such brain farts as um, Hind. He got um, subbed for um, Davy, and I was like, why did we sub out a defender? And so, bring in another forward who, no offense, Davy hasn't, and I have no problem with Davy. I think he's going to be a really good football player. But he's not. Well, okay, so three questions then on that, or two questions. Mm. Do you think David Junior should be a sub? I get. I, I think we're getting our sub wrong a lot. Yes, I would really I like, like to that. see a slightly taller, a, a marking or something like. Was it Poss? Who... Oh, no, we only had a week off a couple of weeks ago. I was going to say, is he just a bit tired? Uh, shouldn't be. Well, because the problem I had was that so Tip and Woody and um, Menzi hadn't had great games. They'd been pretty much ineffective. Mm-hmm. Tip and Woody just wasn't contesting marks. That was really driving me insane. There was a couple of times where he just watched the other guy mark it. And I think he thought, well, I'm short. I'm meant to get the crumb. Fair enough. But there's he, only one guy mark going up for the contest. Mm-hmm. No and crumbs probably going to come In the situation down. we're in, you just have to compete. Yep. Yeah, you just okay. have to. You have to do both jobs at the moment. <laughs> um, and I thought, gee, I would have taken off one of them personally to bring on Davy because I thought having the three of them then on the field, I was like, well, how's that going to work? Why they haven't? The two of them haven't been done much for the first, you know, three quarters. What's going to happen now in the last quarter? I was a bit. I do think Menzi had a nearly game again. He yep. seems to be in the right spot an awful lot, but just can't go through yeah, I, with I it. I thought he was fine. But I didn't understand that decision. I was like, well, why doesn't Hein go off? Oh, what, sorry. Why don't we keep Hein and Men, uh, Arazio on? Not Arazio. Arazio, um, wow. Yeah. Massimo. Sorry, wrong. Massimo. And keep, you know, take a small forward and bring a small forward. Like, trade a like for like, not mm. what we did. Mm. And I, I was, and then, see, I think that what you really want as subs are guys like Durham. And he's not a sub at the moment, but maybe when we have a full list, he might become that sort of range, because he can—he's taller. He can mark. He can play on a wing. He can go forward. He can go back. He was solid, I thought, as yeah, well. I think the ideal sub is Guelphy. Guelphy's another one I can deal with because and... he can come on and have an influence. Yeah. Um. You well, I'll ask you a question again. Archie Perkins, eleven touches, a goal, and four tackles. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on him recently? I think his last few games, he's, I mean, he's in his third year now. I would have thought that they're, they're not, he, this game, he didn't do any, he didn't have any CBAs. The two games before he'd had like 10%, 14%. With Perk, uh, with Perkins, with um, um, Parrish out, mm. um, I'd say Caldwell took pretty much, well, most of those yeah, CBAs, okay. which is fine. Caldwell's, very, very good player. But I would have thought that that would have allowed someone like Perkins maybe to take a little bit, you know, 10%, 20% again. What was Stringer interesting? Are we trying to develop? Like, do we think he's a midfielder or do we think he's a forward? We seem to be shuffling the mids around a lot in terms of those CBAs. Um, on Perkins, I think he's fine. I think there's enough there to show development, but he's a bit of a panicker. Mm. He Where we try and have this, you know, kick handball chains and stuff, Perko will just bang it on the boot. Yep. And I'm just yep, like, true. try to be patient because, as you said, third-year player, plenty of time. But just... And but it's, it's years, times when there's a handball there too. And show, you know, that's where they really play consistent footies in third years. What I love from him, and this was against... Might have been Collingwood. Him and Stringer tackled a guy 
got holding the ball right on 50 and they basically yes. fought over the football. Yep. Perko got it and kicked the goal. Yep. That's the sort of shit I look at and go, yeah, okay. You've got something. You've got an ego. Mm. You've got the ability. I guess it's then just about doing it consistently. But third year. I just, I don't know, I just would like to see maybe play some different roles. I'll maybe even go down back for a bit and see what he's like down there. Because I think he'll panic a lot down there if you're talking about that. And maybe that <laughs> might help him with that development. Bit of composure. Because, yeah, well, yeah I mean, like he'll go, oh, actually, I've got more time. I've got to realise that. So I, I think, as I keep saying, I just want to see a bit more of our young kids play some different roles because I'm yeah. not seeing... We were wholeheartedly against uh, McGrath going back. Yep. And that been very proven wrong. And I must say, I'm very wholeheartedly against Perkins going back. I think if we're going to try a few different things, roll him into the midfield. Yeah, a I, bit more what, I don't have a problem with that, but I just want to back. see something different because I don't think the half forward role he's doing much at the moment. Well, he's not developing an awful lot. No. He's, he hasn't, like, what's his best game this year? Maybe he's had a 20 possession, two goal. Like, maybe. He's had a couple, maybe. Of, couple of multiple goals. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's keep an eye on it. Like I said, I'm comfortable with third-year player that he's going to be a bit up and down still, but the fact he's playing is better than the two others from that draft. Yeah, that's true. So, The last one I'll, I'll just quickly bring up too was um, Draper. Mm. I thought it was his worst game for the year. Everything went horrible. He looked piss weak. <laughs> he fiddled with his hair too much and shits me. Um, yeah, I just he just needed to be tougher, and he wasn't. And I hope he's back this week because that was... When we don't have him and Phillips is playing the way he's playing, then we are desperately yes. short of big, hard bodies because yeah, yeah we don't and have even even in the aerial contest, a couple of times I could, just got our mark. Could see him come, I could see him coming around the back of the stoppage or back of the pack. Sorry, mm. and you know you can hear the crowd, Sammy, oh, and then he just didn't get anywhere near it. Well, there was all. one where um, Dana just outmarked him by a mile, mm. like just made him look ordinary. And as a ruckman. You've got to win the contest against the non-ruckman ruck. Yep, there's a lot of pressure <laughs> on you when you're the not, like, yeah, when you're the non-ruckman ruck when you're the ruckman ruckman against the non-ruckman ruckman. Um, yeah, funnily enough, that, that makes, makes absolute perfect sense. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, poor game, but again, he's been fantastic all year. So yeah, you kind of go shit game, move on. It's how it shows how much we rely on him, mm. and it's how you bounce back next week. Yep, against Richmond, who. If he, if he he better be near the best on sort of best six. It's his game, his kind of game. Against um, Ryan and Miller. Yes. Now, you mentioned something to me, and we. You do. You do. We mentioned. We did a podcast, sorry, at the start of the year. We do a podcast. Let me me finish. We did a podcast before the season where we talked a little bit about what we thought the season would involve and what essentially what the best 22 was. Even though we actively avoid doing a best 22, we big fat went and did a best 22. Um, you told me pre-pod two things. One, we've played six of the top eight teams in the first nine rounds. Correct. Good fun. Is that current Bring top eight stats. teams? Sorry? Is that current top eight teams? Current current top eight teams. Okay. We've played... And just to bang that home, we've, they are one, two, three, four, five, and seven. How good. <laughs> Who's so seven? we played the top five. Wow. Um, I'm beating one of them. Yeah, Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Who are second. Yeah. Mm, could be worse. Um, 
on to the best 22 part of it. Mm. Sorry, let me finish that one thought. Six of the top eight in the first nine rounds, and then after the bye, we play five of the current top eight. Yep. So we have a little bit of a respite, I guess if you can call it that, with Richmond, who's still a tough game, north and west coast, or west coast yep. and north. We play West we Coast play, and North again North later twice. in the year. Yeah, yeah. So there. But other than that, yeah, it continues to be a bit of a shit show, and I assume nothing. I don't for a second yeah, think the, we're going to. The gonna teams just that aren't that, that we play like again. Carlton, obviously, who, who are not currently not in the eight, eight, but should really be if you think about yeah, it. So Adelaide would have to play still. Yep, and um, uh, they're they're eighth, eighth or seventh yeah. at the moment. Um, we play Collingwood again. Yes, we do. We'll have yeah. to beat them. We owe them. No, we won't. But anyway, quite a bit. Um, now that's tough. Yeah, and we got Sydney too. I think. Yes. Yeah. Who are again? Who knows? At this who knows? Time. Dogs. Good, we but... still have. Yeah, we've got the dogs. Yeah. Um. Now, sorry, twenty-two, which is what I originally started mm. talking about. Pre-season, we had a twenty-two. At the moment of your twenty-two, we have eight left. Mm. From what you deemed critically. Yeah. As being our best twenty-two. And that now, was even if there was, I took Parish out of that. He didn't play. This well, he, week. he's a month out, so he's. Oh yeah, that's injured. a month. I didn't know yes, that. Sorry, he's yeah. four weeks out. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's why he's out. Best twenty-twos are inherently arguable. Yep. So we'll say maybe eighteen of them. People will agree on four of yep. them. They won't. Whatever you want to do there. Yep. The fact that we've got eight left <laughs> is horrific. Hmm. So many levels, and you know, it wasn't just the tools. Then it was Parish. Um, Kelly with the delayed concussion, although I think yep. we're actually better off without him. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, personally. And, and obviously Peter Wright, who we've been missing Pete, all year. Oh. Sounds like he's been having a good recovery, though. He's not far away. Yeah. Um, you did have Sardis in there, too, which is a bit of an assumption. Oh, I did have Sardis have because played. I think he's a superstar. But still. I mean, you look at Sheasel at North Melbourne. Yep. And Ward, Wardlaw, he's going to mm-hmm. play this week, they reckon. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Like they, these kids were massively talked about and she's all showing that. Yep. And Sardis was in that conversation. And Humphreys, I think he had like 20 something touches on the yeah. weekend up at the Gold Coast. Um, that Philippou for St. Kilda has been pretty yes, good. Been solid. Yeah. So I would assume Sardis would have probably been, if he played in round one, he'd probably still be playing now and getting, you know, 15 to 20 touches a game. Maybe had yep. one game where he's had a bit of a starring role. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact there's eight left, that's just, mm. wow. That's concerning. That's so bad. Yeah. Um, and I, I had guys like Cox and Reed because I thought, well, there we have to play, start playing. Mm. Well, we have to play Cox, I think, but we have to start playing Reed because we don't. We're short tools. Some mm. jumper says. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to drop that in there because that's quite phenomenal to illustrate how how much we're missing. And I don't want to make excuses. There's no such thing as honourable losses, even though I think no. we're okay given the output of the last couple of weeks. Um, no one has to drink a whole bottle of alcohol. I was aware of that about halfway through the third quarter. I thought, geez, what was, I was it? It was, it was around five goals that we were talking about. Yeah. And they kicked two very late ones. I thought 42 mm. points actually flattered them a little bit in the end. Mm. Um, right. To that end, can I have your votes? No, I'm going to go first this week. You can get stuffed. Um, <laughs> sorry, just down a million miles an hour. Um, three to Red. Uh, sorry, three to McGrath. Clear, clear, clear cut best on ground for me. Mm-hmm. All the reasons we talked about. Two to Redmond. A lot of ball, a lot of courageous marks, and quite good down back as well. And one to Hep. I thought he was sort of everywhere. Yep. 11 marks, intercepting, right spot, right time, and continues to use the ball well. 
He's been really good this year. Oh, well, since the, the since, you know, those bad years that we bagged him out for him. Yep. Um, I had uh, three to McGrath, as mm. I said. I thought it was his, one of his best games for the year. Yep. Uh, two to Merritt. Mm-hmm. I thought he gave all day, chased, tackled, did really good things. And one to Redmond. I thought he was pretty good defensively. I wanted probably, I would have liked to have sneaked that Baldwin over the line, but. Yeah, honorable mention to Baldwin and Hobbs for me, but. That's the votes. Um, yeah, right. I right. did notice too with Redmond because when I looked at the stats, it said thirty possessions. I just I didn't think he had thirty. Like you know, thirty something. You see the guy with the ball a bit, bit, and then I dug a bit deeper, and he had ten kick-ins and ten times he played on. I went, uh, so that's twenty possessions. He's actually well, we won't call them again at the ground. I thought he he was a standout mm, yeah. player. So. I'm not saying that that didn't. He still wasn't good. I'm just saying that the numbers flattered him a little bit. Get him one vote and then continue to talk him down. It's original. Sorry. <laughs> a third best player, but he still sucked. Um, right, VFL, VFL. Hilariously involving the whole East Coast of Australia, but we still call it the VFL. Hey, why is that? Nah, it's is just an easy be... name. It's Neeful, Wuffle, Viffle. That'd be... Oh, yeah, what is it? Reserve? East Coast Football League. RFL? Reserves Football League? No, well, it's not then Waffle or Sample, is it? Mm. I mean, it's the East Coast, ECFL. Yeah. Should trademark that. Um, Get a website up, yeah. <laughs> uh 68-point loss to the Brisbane Lion Reserves, who are very good. Again, that's not really Did you surprise. go to the game? Oh, no, I was on the way home. Um, fortunately. Well, I was going to say, unfortunately. Yeah, it was Sunday afternoon. Um, Wanganeen kicked a goal. Snelling had 27 touches. Brian, 28 hitouts, 18 touches, six rebound 50s, three free kicks, four and zero against. And I Put believe he didn't play the whole game. Ooh. And that was a rumor I saw. So feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. I wonder if the two things there is that they're either saying we've got to get him off, don't get him injured, we're playing him next week, or he got injured, so I bring him well, off. Well, hopefully it's not the Reed thing where it was like, oh yeah, minor hammy, oh, four weeks. Yeah. Um, I see that our we're fitness, good at that. We're advertising for a fitness guy, St Kilda. Yeah, poached our you one. and I. Good luck, go. St Kilda. We could take up the um. We could take up the role. Yeah. We'll Just take don't get injured. Each. Don't do it. Anyway, um, stop bending over so much. You'll hurt something. Uh, goalless game for Voss. Kick two points. Yep. That's about it, really, from AFL listed players. Um, I got one for you. Yes, hit me. Mankura. Yes, seen some lovely highlights on Twitter. Went down back. Let's hit it with a Tip and Woody. Now, I remember Tip and Woody started as a defender, didn't he? Did he? You know, VFL, I'm, I'm, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. VFL, I'm pretty sure he started as a defender. That's one of the things I keep saying. Why don't we just send him back up there again? Like, he's pretty good. Um, Lots some lovely sidesteps. He wouldn't get caught like Hind. I saw some um, real brutality from him taking offence to being bumped or something. Oh, yeah. Um he did a good little goose step too. Yes, yes. of... so, no, he... He's for the future. He's not for now. Oh, he's, he's for yeah, the yeah. future. But yeah, showing a little bit. If he can play two years of VFL, we might see him in the AFL. Now, we don't need to harp on too much with the VFL. It's just a bit of a lead on into the fact next week, Dreamtime at the G, the first home game for Essendon Dreamtime at the G since 2018. Hmm. And I'm all inspired by the people up what in is Brisbane. That? Well, because COVID, 2019 was their home game. 2020 yeah. was in Darwin. 2021 was in um, Perth. 2022, yep. for some yeah. reason, was Richmond's home game again. And That's the one I'm confused by. Now us. Um, 
yeah, I'm all inspired by the wonderful Essendon supporters um, and fan base in Brisbane. Get along. Collingwood are all up and about and talking loud about having these massive not crowds. Listen to me. Let me finish. Let me get through the point. Uh, getting in all of our faces because they have big crowds. So we need to rock up. It's our home game. If you've got a membership, if you've got a home seat, go. That's you, Nathan. I got something on. And let's <laughs> just totally popped my balloon there, didn't you? Um, show up. Let's get eighty. You know, 000. I just pay my memberships and don't yeah, turn up. I know, I know, I know. You've got a life. That's side football. Um, One day I'll go. I'm sure. I'll be there. I'm quite excited because every year we either get Anzac Day or Dreamtime, so we haven't really had either for a while. Mm. Um, half Mandate Day last year. But shall we discuss ins and outs then? We shall. And this is what I want. Questions from the crowd. To talk. Okay, we'll pick one. Are we going to talk about the ins and outs, or are we going to talk about the questions? Questions from the crowd. Okay. Um, Phil. Phil. Standard contributor, Phil. Who's coming this week? He's coming up from. Oh, I probably shouldn't say that, actually. He's travelling yeah. and going to the game this week. He's Phil. He messaged the page. He didn't have to drink a bottle of, um, was it Johnny Walker Blue Label? Yeah, he was in he was in real danger mm. um, for a bit there. He thinks we can solve, solve all of our problems by not going into the rooms at halftime. <laughs> Solid. I like it. I think that's probably... I feel like that's good advice, actually, Phil. Yeah. I think that that's where it's going wrong. Um, he's also a big fan of Harry Jones. Yeah. Reiterating that conversation. Uh, do we think we're just not fit enough? Um, can't seem to keep intensity for the whole game. Uses Anzac Day as an example. I think Anzac Day is a bit extreme because of Collingwood. That just seems to be... They're not doing it to just us. Either they're supremely fit. Or they're running over everyone, yeah. Um, that's confidence. They've just got... I think it's... Com- I personally think... I think, we're, I think there's probably a fitness issue or a fitness... We do look tired... Yeah. early in games. But bit. I think it's just your mindset. You you, you know when we've been down for so long hmm. that, you know, and especially like the Collingwood one, you can look at, you, you, they knew, oh, they're going to come. They're going to come. We knew it. We, they knew it. Yeah. Oh, well. We knew it as supporters. Knew it. Yeah. And the Brisbane game, the same thing. We knew, well, that was a good half, but now we've got another <laughs> half to go. My pep talk at half time. You're going to win. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> so whereas Collingwood support, the Collingwood players, sorry, it'll be walking around going, we can win any game in the fucking world. This. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, the difference at the moment. I don't know how you get that. You've got to win games. Yes, it helps. Mm. Um, also thinks it's time for Brian to come in. <laughs> Phil, um, you should be doing the show. Do you want? I'll quit. You take over. You can't quit. There's well, no, there's no like quit. a holiday? No, no there's no leave. A <laughs> um, couple of comments from Gavin um, indicating that some players are king spuds and that Hind <laughs> is a double spud. I'm not an advocate for being too brutal, but double spud's fun to say. So. He's just spuddy moments, like a <clears throat> spud moment. Like, what the... We've got a few players like that. Um, Phil, speaking of things that are fun to say, I was flabbergasted with Hind. Mm. Fantastic description. Pidge, definitely our best. I liked Baldwin down back better than Langford. Yes, great point. Yeah, He's much, 100%, 100%. Not only for the one, like, comparing him to Langford as a defender, but also then the benefit we get from... Agree. Like forward. forward. Um, this is all Phil will save the time. Hobbs also seems to be easy to tackle. Interesting yeah. take. Probably yep. aided by the whole going to ground thing. Um, Stars is in our best 22. Yep. Oh, and when I said that about the, the, the sub, I think because of his, just his size and like he's... Mm. 
Like, you know, when you think of Dave, you know, those guys, Hind and all those guys that we keep bringing in as the subs, they're just a bit, they can't take marks. Like, they're not marking guys. It's all the same like, kind of player, yeah. Yeah, something about me, I, I need a guy that can get out on the wing, get the ball mark, and then run and sprint into forward, you know. like Anyway, I don't know what it is. Uh, Phil gave three votes to Pidge, two to Merritt, one to Red Dog. By the way, join the conversation, 7.30 Monday nights on Facebook. This is how you can have your say. Um... Justin, and I'm not quite sure I get this entirely, so you might have to help me with the TV. I'll, I'll help you out, buddy. No votes to the property steward for Tipper's shorts and played accordingly. Were his shorts too big? Is that what that means? He's always a big short kind of guy, isn't he? Yeah, a bit of Eddie Betts about him. But the, um, the, the property guy had a bad night because if you think of um, the jumper as well. <laughs> or Zerk. Maybe he's going through the bag and I can't find the can't jumper find the for that. And then tip off. Sorry, got the wrong shorts, mate. They're just extra, extra, extra large, super large. Um, apparently, Waller did start off on the half back line, so there you go. You've got a yeah. back up there. Yeah. Maybe uh, Phil has again. confirmed he's coming from Tassie in the public forum, so I can say that now. Oh, well done, Phil. Thanks, good Phil. commitment, I wanna, buddy. I didn't want to just give that away. It's not that far now. You'll have your own stadium to go watch us soon. Soon, yeah. Um, he has to, still has to away, catch a plane and book a hotel, so hurry up. Now, out of interest, Phil did message the page and ask where Essendon supporters go for a beer before the game. So get in the comments and let us know where you the go. shed is what I, I call it, Phil. I drive from about three and a half hours away, so I don't go have beers before the game, but if you do... Sam doesn't really know. drink a lot either. He's one of those... No, 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 no. I drink the normal amount, and you drink more. No, you don't drink the normal amount. What you, do, what you drink is not the normal amount. It's, it's a teetotaler. I didn't fucking ask, so. Uh, <laughs> Got him. And uh, Murray's asked how long Guelphie is away, and I'm mm. just Googling that because they'll be on the injury list. I did see on some positives on the injury list, as I mentioned earlier. Wright is looking like he's going well. Sardis has started running uh, a few weeks, so they're hoping maybe after the bye he mm. might be playing. Well, probably, I assume they'll play VFL first. So we can well, run through it. So Guelphie's two weeks away. Yep. Cox is three weeks away. This is estimated. Jaden Davies yeah. is obviously season. Harry Jones mm. is TBC, and I see tonight yeah, they're going to Cricket Australia for help because of what happened presumably to Cummins. Uh, Lav's five to six weeks. Reed is six. Wow, you have a six-week hamstring. Jesus Christ. Back-related. Riddles, yeah. Riddles is concussion one week. Stewart's eight or nine weeks away. Sardis, four weeks. Wright is still nine weeks and that is updated. As I said, though, he's back training, so, and they said he's ahead of schedule and everything, mm. but they're not going to rush him. Good. Don't. There's no point. No, I agree. There's no point. I mean, get to the bye, play, you know, see where we go. But the problem is that what we talked about with the VFL, there was, you know, if you took looked at that game and you go, well, who can you bring in? I mean, Montgomery, I think he had a few touches well, again. Brian is the one knocking down the door. Brian's the point. only one. Mm. Um, the other and Snelling. I don't think. Well. Yeah, he's not AFL listed, so he's not getting a gig. I've got um, a question. Can I just, so we, mm. Sorry, Snelling. 27 touches for Snell. Yep. I don't, don't know why he was dropped in the first place. Go. I agree. Um, so we will be going to the mid-season draft with a, one, if not two spots, depending mm. on what they do with... Um, Harry Jones. If you're tall and can make a uh, make a fist, you're in. But (laughs) do you look at anyone from our VFL like Narkel and or Stevens? Certainly not Narkel. We've got 15 of those players. He might get poached from somewhere else because he's in pretty good form. We don't need that kind of player. Um, 
I don't I don't watch the VFL religiously enough to really know. It's not my area. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, it's probably better off for some other people out there. Maybe you should start watching it, Sam. Maybe I should. Some commitment. I used to when there was interesting players. I watched it a little bit when it was Voss tearing it up, but whatever. Right, changes for next week, where we were yeah. originally going to go before. Now, what I wrote down before, because I didn't want to jump the gun, Ridley comes back in. If if he's okay. Like, well, presuming he's fit. Yeah, there's an ass- there's there's the assumption he's coming straight back in, but there's the also the possibility that, that the first, earlier reports was it was a pretty severe concussion, so there's a chance he might not. Okay. I would throw that out there. But Let's go. assume he will. Yep. Who goes out? Full hind. And then do we... And so Mass stays in as that small... Mass stays in as a small defender. Okay. And Kelly? Davey Kelly's... comes into the team, and then you find... Another sub. So Kelly is... Kelly can't... Well, he, he had concussion, so he's... He's missed he's the game, One week though. is this week. He's missed the game. I don't oh, think but, he comes back in. I don't think... I'd, he will, though. He clearly will. Like, he'll come in from Massimo. Mm-hmm. So Massimo and Hyde will go... He will, of course. We don't, we don't have, like, then, a small running defender. I know, but when... Well, they'll probably play to keep Hind. I mean, if they... They made the decision at three-quarter time to take... To leave That's Hind awesome. on yeah. and drop Massimo, then... They obviously put him in front of him. I'm only saying what I'm seeing. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't play Kelly right, or Hind so again. So you're the coach. Hmm. I'm the coach. It's Massimo and Ridley comes back in. So Mass- Ridley, uh, Ridley Baldwin for and Zerk Hind. Thatcher are your three tools. Yeah. Ridley for Hind is the swap. Yep. And then Redmond can be freed up a little bit more to be the run carry because he can do that. He can do that very well. Yes. All right. I and like it. Massimo's your kicking defender. Any other changes? You do need a seventh, so that's probably Heppel. Um, I, I just want to see, obviously, Phillips out and um, especially, and I've said this already twice, especially against Richmond, who are going to, I'm pretty sure Nan Curves is not playing. Mm-hmm. So it will be, um, uh, what's his name? Ryan and um, Wright, I think. Uh, no. What's the other Ruckman's name? Can't think. Doesn't matter. So they're two, they're tall. Big kids, but they're you know young and inexperienced. So perfect for Baldwin to come in and, and have a good crack at it, yeah. and maybe then Draper can play more as a perm, not permanent forward, but play more forward. Because the problem I think is Philippa is when he goes to the ruck, he's around the grounds is shit house. Mm. Like his ruck's pretty good, but around the ground he is shit house. Whereas Brian, I think around the grounds can, as we've seen, can take marks, can run and kick the ball, and you know and Give a bit. Do a bit. Uh, Nank is listed as of the 9th of May as being one to two weeks away, and Phil has heard on one of the footy shows that Nank is back this week. So either way, I still think we can get an advantage by playing two Ruckman, but I think it should be Draper and Brian. Um, And apparently Kelly can't play because the concussion was reported on the Thursday, so he must have to miss another week. Yep, that Um, seems fair enough. So that might solve that particular issue. Um. Lynch is still out for them. Morris Rioli is one to three weeks listed, so that could be interesting. Um, Soldo's a test. They were pretty good. Um, Hopper's out. He's He hurt himself in the game. and Well, I'm guessing that by the what, the what I saw when I was watching the game, but he looked like he was – I think he got subbed out, but he looked pretty sort like Yeah, okay. Not I that mean, I advocate – He got up. Ever advocate for injuries to anyone, but that no, does help our cause. Don't mind it when we're playing the team. But it helps. It helps, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, still Especially when they just about... come off beating Geelong and they're in form again. I mean, oh, 
damn it. Yeah. Still got to worry about Taranto. Still got to worry about Dusty. Still oh, got to worry about Rewalt. Yeah. All the same, same yeah, geezers. Yeah. But it'd be nice to be back at the G for Dreamtime. Can I have a mm. tip, please? Um, If Brian plays, we win by four. And if Brian doesn't play? We lose by 12. Okay, 16-point turnaround there for Brian. Yep. That's how much um, I'm betting on him. Well, I hope it's not four points because I can't, I can't deal with close games at the best of times. Um, I'll say I think we can win. I think we our ability to stick around has shown enough. And Phil's just asked if we think Richmond was good on Friday or if Geelong was just poor. Who, who does it say more about? And I didn't watch enough of it to really know, so I'm not going to comment. I thought... I thought Richmond were very. I thought Richmond were good, but they also a bit lucky. I think they kicked phenomenal. I think yeah, it was very accurate five, actually in the first five quarter. or six goals yeah. straight, yeah. which is a bit un Richmond like. Um, Got some with three. That was pretty. Yeah, uh, crazy. Richmond were better. There's no because the few weeks before they were like they were getting touched by some teams. Mm. I don't. I wouldn't have thought Geelong would be that much bad without Dangerfield. Like that's he's here like, out. He's out for a while, isn't he? Because he's an old man with oh, a hamstring. Yeah. That's not normally a few weeks, two or three week. weeks. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But you know, I don't think he's that massive importance to them. Well, he's important, but I would have thought they. Yeah. Richmond um, do match up well against their forward. Richmond line. have a great history, I think, Geelong, don't they? Like they, well, they, they beat them in a prelim. Teams. I know they beat them in a prelim yeah, and a grand final. Still, yeah, so they've got a bit of a. I think it was more of that sort of okay. bogey team. We'll take that as a bit of hope, then. I guess that helps. But Richmond's um, a bit of our bulky team. We struggle to beat. Yeah, since well, since they got good, we've been terrible. So I mean, mm. hardly bogey. I do think though, like I don't. You know. Oh, here we go. Phil's never been to a loss at the G, and Phil's Phil, going. Confirmed. Get there. Put your house on it. Don't gamble responsibly. Um, <laughs> I just did that so quickly. Put your house on. No, no, gamble. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really say that. I didn't. I didn't. Um, um look, I just think. If we don't get blown out of the water in the first quarter like we haven't in the last two games, then I think we're a better shot this week than we have been the last two weeks because it's... we're not playing at somebody's home game who they're top four. It's reasonable That's... to say that Richmond is not as good as Brisbane and Port at present. Yep. Especially at home. Even Seven day break home ground, but... back at the G mm. for us is good. It's um... back to a ground we're a bit better at and a team that's a little bit worse than the other two. Yeah. Who certainly can be very, very good, but yeah, you, it's a bit like Hawthorne in the like sort of eighteen nineteen period. You can't really write 18, them off. 19? Yeah, but like mm-hmm. after their flags, you can't really write oh, them 18. off. You're just not sure. Oh, not not eighteen yeah, like nineteen. No, ago. no, two thousand eighteen and two thousand nineteen. I think that was pretty clear. No. <laughs> you like you anchor. Um, right. I'll say Essendon by ten. Stuff it. You know, I'm it's not going to make any outlandish bets on. Drinking enormous bottles of alcohol. Uh, this week. I hope we win. I won't make a bet on that either. I'll be there. Um, I'll be here. You'll be there. In I will say, I I was more vocal in the first half on Saturday night than I've been at the football in a very long time. Oh, I don't that's know good. if that was because we Did were Did you feel safe? Felt very safe. I don't think any Brisbane really give a shit about football, to be completely honest. Do they just quietly clapping? Hey, my my friend I went with was an aggressive clapper, which was a bit annoying towards the end when Joe kept kicking goals. Um, 
I, I haven't was, been to Brisbane. I've been to the Gold Coast twice. I honestly think that was just payback for me in the first half. Well, you used to live in Brisbane, didn't you? Yeah. Sorry, take a breath there. <laughs> you used to live in Brisbane. How did you not go to the Gabba? Oh, I can't remember what. I, I don't think actually Eston played up there that year. Yeah, okay. For, for the, I was there for about a year and a half, and I don't think they actually played a home game up there. Yeah, right. And I wasn't going to go watch Brisbane play. No, no, else. no. Yeah, it's got to be the Dons. I actually walked the where I was living was near the NRL stadium around oh, yeah. the, the other side of the city. Did you go to NRL? Behind, behind um, yeah, I was going to go. I, I was going to go to a game, but I never did. I, I walked past one where there was a game on. I was like, oh, I should do this one. You know, I was, I'm right here. I should probably. Well, I'll go next week, but never did. Good call. Terrible sport. Really. Yeah. Assume it's a Broncos, Brisbane Broncos? Yeah, Broncos, Suncorp Stadium. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's what it was near. Yeah, over the other side. Um, lovely town, Brisbane, but I do like Melbourne just for the footy, for the G. It's no MCG. Or the Gabba. Or the Gabba. All right, we've gone over time for once in our lives, so I think we'll wrap it up there. I mean, it's 8.30 on the top. Well, that's an hour. Normally we go for about an hour. I've got a little timer here. It tells me I'm not just making shit up. Fair enough. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here live. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you are, we appreciate it. And we'll chat to you next week after hopefully a Dreamtime win at the G. Go Dons. Go Bombers.